morning, good afternoon, good evening. My name is Marty Plum, and I am your host of a pen and a napkin podcast, a weekly coaching clinic that you can carry around with you in your pocket. Welcome to Foundation Friday number 84. And this week, I want to talk about promises versus negotiations and negotiables. But before we jump into promises, before we jump into negotiables, we of course want to throw out there our newest sponsor, the Omaha Metro, Metro Basketball Coaches Association, and they will be starting once again, uh, hosting their fall slate of coaches clinics starting on Wednesday, September 22nd. So by the time you hear this, we'll already have had night one of the Omaha Metro Basketball Coaches Association Clinics at the Union Bank and Trust Basketball Facility located at 21015 Cumberland Drive in Elkhorn. Social hour begins at 6 p.m. with speakers starting at 7 p.m. Food and drinks will be provided each week, so come out and hear. Great speakers like Loyola of Illinois men's basketball coach, their new head basketball coach, Drew Valentine, men's basketball assistant coach at Creighton University, Ryan Miller, individual development coach, Chevy Herring, and sports performance coach, Tyler Bird. For more information, reach out to Tom Crable at Boys Town High School. Like I said, today's topic, we want to go through promises versus negotiables. And I am not a big promises guy. I don't make a lot of promises. I make very few promises to my players, to my parents. Uh, I think that once you get into those scenarios, I think that you are bound for more trouble than you are for it being a benefit to your program. Uh, I know that there are situations, especially in bigger cities, that players have multiple choices. For high schools, we see players transferring all around, all over the place, especially in larger schools. I think a lot of that is because of us as adults screwing it up for kids and making a bunch of promises that ultimately we can't keep or have been misconstrued by parents and or players. And sometimes it's the parents that are misconstruing the communications that you've had with a player more than the players are. Um, I've been in multiple situations where there's been talented players. And I'm going to go through my list of promises that I give my players here in just a minute. But basically, I have four promises. And I refuse to budge off of those four promises. And I know that I lost players, talented players, because there were other coaches that would make promises to these players uh, dealing with playing time, playing status, where they were going to be at on the roster, so forth and so on, and they would not attend the school that I was at at the time. Ultimately, I'm okay with that. In the and that's just me. And maybe you think differently. Maybe you go, coach, sometimes you just got to say stuff to get talent. Eh, I get that. I understand that. But if I have to make a whole bunch of promises to a whole bunch of players and to get those players in the door, to get those parents in the door to my school, I just believe that those are going to cause more headaches for me as a coach than it will if I just get the players who truly want to be there and don't need a bunch of promises to get in the door. I've often wondered with some coaches, because you hear things, well, you know, this coach promised me that I'd be on varsity as a freshman or a sophomore. This coach would promise me this as far as playing time and minutes and so forth and so on. 
you know, and you kind of start doing the math in your head and you go, man, it seems like over the last couple of years, this school has offered, you know, seven, eight, nine kids that they're going to start. I, you know, I've done the math. You can only start five at a time. I don't know how this is being handled behind the scenes. Um, so I, I think that gets really, really dangerous. Uh, and again, some coaches are able to manage that. I choose not to. I, I just don't. I, I think, again, I think we're uh, putting kids and parents in a, a tough situation in the sense of these promises have been made. They expect promises to be delivered upon. And, you know, you're just not ready to do that. You can't do that for whatever reason. Maybe the kid isn't as good as what you thought. Well, coach, you promised me that I was going to be on varsity as a freshman. Well, you didn't play as well. Well, who's the bad guy? In that situation, you're the bad guy as a coach. Now, would I tell players, hey, I think you're really talented. I think you have a chance to really help our program. I'm not going to make any promises to you, but I think you have a real chance of helping us out. But I'm not going to tell you you're going to start as a freshman or be on the varsity as a freshman or see this many minutes for you as a sophomore. I, I'm just not going to do that. Um, and I was very, very upfront, and I am very, very upfront about that. What I tell players is the, all of that stuff, I think you're a very nice player. I think you're a really good player. Ultimately, your role will be determined how hard you practice, how well you practice, how well you fit into the program. And that's the way I chose to handle a lot of those situations. So what were the four promises I would make to players when I was in a situation where we were competing with other schools? And, and at my previous position, we were in West Omaha. We had public schools that we were competing with. We had private schools that we were competing with. Um, so I had four things I, I would tell kids. I promise that I'm going to make you work hard. That's number one. Number two, I promise that you'll have fun in our program, that we're going to have a lot of fun. I promise you that I will treat you fairly. And the fourth one, and probably the most important one, I promise that you're going to get a great education. And that's what I promised players at my previous job. That's what I promised players at my current job. I don't promise playing time. I don't promise, uh, you know, a status, uh, a, a certain status or a, a roster spot at a certain place. But I'm going to give you the opportunity. And I would talk to their kids about their strengths and their weaknesses and things like that. But those were the four things that I promised the, the kids and the parents. I promised I'm going to make you work really hard. I promised that we're going to have a lot of fun. I promise you that I'm, that I'm going to treat you really fairly. And I promise you that you're going to get a great education. Um, now, if you work really hard and if you, for example, one of the things we emphasized last year with all our players, let's get 1% better every day. Let's get 1% better every day. Then that and, and, and the harder you work, then we get into a situation where we can talk about the second half of our theme for today, which is negotiables and things that you can negotiate with with your players. Now, I think that there's certain things. If basically for me, if it doesn't involve winning, I let the players make decisions. When it's stuff that is that I don't care about, I let the players make decisions. Uh, we are ordering new travel pants for our travel suits. I told our players, I don't care what they look like as long as they match our jackets. Now, our, our jackets are, are black and white and, and have orange uh, stitching. So it limits our options, obviously. But I told them, I don't care. I don't care. That's a negotiable. That's a, and, and a lot of times you want to negotiate about stuff 
that is not really important to you. So what are negotiables? What are things that you can negotiate with your players to make them feel like they have a say in your program? You can talk to your players about practice and what you want to do in practice. Hey, you know, what do you think would be a good drill? How's our, and you preface that, how's our legs doing? How's our energy? How much time do you think we have in us today to have a quality practice? What do you think would be good for us? Uh, do we need to pull back? Do we need to pick up the intensity? Those are conversations. Those are negotiables that you should be having with your teams. Um, uh, how long practice is going to be? Uh Music, you know, if you if you're a music guy, I I think kids really like having music. Uh, you know, I tell my players as long as it's clean, you can listen to whatever you want to listen to. Um, I listened to more Disney songs last year, and I raised three kids and at the height of Disney mania, uh, and I listened to more Disney music last year than I listened to my entire life. Um, you know, but let the players pick that type of stuff. Those are good negotiables. Uh, those are things that you can talk about, especially with teams that work really, really hard for you. So let's say you follow or, or you, ad- you adopt essentially the four promises that I've laid out there. If you have kids that are working hard, that, that feel like they're being treated fairly, that are getting 1% every be- 1% better every day, that they are being great teammates, that they are doing well in the classroom, then you start bringing this stuff out and you start negotiating with it. Now, there are certain things that are non-negotiable, you know, effort, non-negotiable. Uh, you're going to compete. You're going to get good grades. Uh, bus rides, you're going to behave a certain way in public when we're together as a team. Stuff like that. Those are non-negotiables, and in no way, shape, or form should you be negotiating with your team about, well, what do we need to do to play harder? No, that's not a negotiable. You're the coach. You get them to play hard, and that's 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 beyond reproach there, you know, things like that. So, um, and you, when it comes to negotiables, like I said, you make it clear to your players, okay, if you want to talk about having practice in, in, in or having music in practice if you have not played music in practice let's say and your players approach you and they say coach what do you think about having music in practice this year okay well if you guys again that's a negotiable if you guys do this and this and this let's say in in the preseason and you do these things hey then let's put that music out there yep you can do it okay but you got to meet this standard this standard this standard these three four expectations and, and make it tough but reachable. And if they do that, then reward them. Then they're going to be on your side. Then they know that you are somebody. And kids today, the way their minds work, it, it's not like it was in the 60s and the 70s into the 80s. Um, they expect to have some say. They expect to have some negotiation within your program. So think of ways where you're making the players feel like they're having a big piece of the things that are important to them, what their T-shirts look like. Um, all sorts of, you know, there's, there's the, your, your, again, uh, the only thing you're limited by is your imagination when it comes to these negotiables versus non-negotiables and what you can do to, to get these things. But if you're going to make promises, boy, you better deliver. And if you promise that if your kids meet these three or four standards, if they want music and practice this season, then you better deliver on it and you better allow them to do it. Even if it goes against your own philosophy or what you would like to have in practice. So Foundation Friday 84, promises and negotiations, the negotiables and things that you should be thinking about. So I hope this is something that helps you out as you start, as we're all starting to get ready uh, to start practice here in a few weeks. It's it's getting closer. So uh, 
Coaches, check out penandnapkin.com. Uh, we just downloaded another video today. Uh, well, I'm taping this on Wednesday. It's dropping on Friday. So by the time you listen to this, our our university video on half-court defense and philosophies and schemes and drills that you can run to make your half-court defense better, that's on the that's on the website. You can order it there, or you can direct message me on Twitter, or you can email me at a, uh, a napkin at gmail.com if you're interested in ordering that video. Ten bucks. 10 bucks. And uh, this is video number nine. By the time the season rolls around, the goal is to have 14 videos up on the website that you can order at a very affordable rate that is going to be good information for you as a high school coach. Coaches, as always, let's be sure to hone our craft one day at a time.